Three, two, one. Welcome back to the Bushnell Project. John Bushnell here. This podcast is all about trying to encourage you to be in God's Word, reading the Bible or listening to the Bible, and really doing it so much so that you know it's coming up in the story, but then you're also seeing and hearing new things or from a new perspective. And it's not that God is saying something new. It's just that it takes a while to get used to hearing what he's saying. And so I want to encourage us in doing that. Drawing closer to God really ought to be making us more humble and him greater. And so it's not about God making much of us. It's about us making much of God. And God is worthy of all of our praise, right? So we're in Exodus and we are in chapter 14. And I'm going to uh, start where I left off last time by reading um, these last, uh, the last verses that I read yesterday. So, 10, when Pharaoh draw near, the people of Israel lifted up their eyes, and behold, the Egyptians were marching after them, and they feared greatly, meaning the, the Israelites. And the people of Israel cried out to the Lord. Then Moses said, is it because there are no graves in Egypt? Oh, they said, sorry, they said to Moses, Moses did not say this, they said to Moses, is it because there are no graves in Egypt that you have taken us away to die in the wilderness? What have you done to us in bringing us out of Egypt? Is not this what we said to you in Egypt? Leave us alone that we may serve the Egyptians. For it would have been better for us to serve the Egyptians than to die in the wilderness. And Moses said to the people, Fear not, stand firm, and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will work for you today. For the Egyptians whom you see today, you shall never see again. The Lord will fight for you, and you have only to be silent. <clears throat> then the Lord said to Moses, Why do you cry to me? Tell the people of Israel to go forward. Lift up your staff and stretch out your hand over the sea and divide it, that the people of Israel may go through the sea on dry ground. All right, so I'm going to stop there, and we'll get to that part in the next podcast, because I really want to back up to this section here and help us think through what God is doing here and how the people are responding. So isn't it just like us to think we really want something, and then when we get it, to be, oh no, what were we thinking? Of course we didn't want this. So the Egyptians, I mean the Israelites who really hated being in slavery, all of a sudden are thinking, well, you know, maybe being in slavery would be better than being dead. And so some people might say, I'd rather be dead than be a slave. You know, what's the, some of the states uh, live free or die, right? But I guess for the Israelites, that's not the case. And they had a fear here. But again, it was God showing them that they still didn't understand fully who God was. And their trust was still in chariots and horses because that's what they were fearing in the moment. Now Moses, here's some great thing about leadership. Um, because later on, verse 15, the Lord said to Moses, why do you cry to me? So, Here's the thing we see in Moses. Moses said to the people, Fear not, stand firm, and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will work for you today. For the Egyptians whom you see today, you shall never see again. 
The Lord will fight for you. You and you have only to be silent. So Moses is standing firm and strong, at least in front of the people. But in his heart, in his soul, there must be a spirit that is crying out to God. Because then the Lord says to Moses, why do you cry to me? And so it is interesting to see Moses really stepping up here as a leader. But the reality is, is that deep down inside, there's a lot of him that isn't sure he's, he knows what he's doing. And he's, oh God, please help. And then God's saying, Moses, why do you cry to me? All right, here we go. Tell all the people of Israel to go forward, lift up your staff and stretch out your hand over the sea and divide it. That the people of Israel may go through the sea on dry land, right? And so he goes on. And so often when we lead, sometimes we're our biggest, you know, naysayer. And we just got to get past ourselves and uh, we'll say, okay, I know this is the right thing for us to do. Um, so whatever those decisions might be, right? <clears throat> so we live in a day and an age where marriage is becoming less and less important. But it is, in fact, even more important than ever. And it's not a bad thing for young people to be thinking about getting married. But it's got to be two people who are trying to walk with the Lord and so on and so forth. So... When I see a young couple and they're getting ready to get married or they are getting married, I'm excited if they know the Lord. And if they don't know the Lord, well, then it's frightful regardless of when they get married. Although some marriages of those who don't know the Lord sometimes looks better than those who say they do, right? But when you're really walking with the Lord, you're not perfect, but you're walking with the one who is. And so Moses here is doubting himself, but he's not doubting God, but he is doubting himself. Does that make sense? And so in this moment, God is kind of calling him out and we'll see how Moses moves on and how God pushes Moses ahead in all this. So regardless of where you are today, is to remember that imperfect men have been written into God's story. But again, the story is about God. It's about the faithfulness of God, the greatness of God, his mighty works, his mighty power, and that he will accomplish what he has set out to accomplish. Hope you have a great day. God bless you guys. Talk to you soon.